Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Daring to be different once again. Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio. This is your host, Yaya Diamond, and you're listening to us on 97.5 FM Real Community Radio in North Port, Florida, as well as all the Caribbean community radio stations and Bomb Baby Radio in New York City. And thank you. I know this is a Dream Chasers Radio Network, and we are live right now, coming to you live from a nice, central, sunny and sometimes rainy <laughs> Florida, um, but definitely not uh, something that we have to worry about, which is fires. I want to send my prayers and thoughts out to the people in California that are going through this horrific. I mean, this is just, this is horrific. And so uh, my prayers are with you all and that everything will be okay in the end and that um, those who we've lost uh, will go into the bosom of the most high. And, uh, you know, what can you do? You can only uh, pray and 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 wish and hope and that's where we are right now. Uh, for all my friends over on the West Coast, my love and prayers are for you as well. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio, and we have a wonderful show for you today. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yes! I am excited because I have a, a solo artist here. Ros was it Rosalind or Rosalind Solomon? Rosalind Solomon. <laughs> Rosalind, I knew it. Rosalind, I was going to torture it one way or the other, and I did. I knew I would. <laughs> so tell me about yourself. Tell me how you got started. Okay. Uh, well, when I was young, I started singing in kindergarten. I had one uh, a part in the play playing Harriet Tubman at six years old. So that's what started it. And then off and on, through grammar school and high school, I would enter into singing contests and would win second, third, fourth place. And then when I got as an adult, I started doing the same thing. And uh, then I had a, a boyfriend at the time. He was partners with another person with a record label. And I started to record. Back then they used cassette tapes, and there were backup singers from Keith Sweat's uh I don't know if people remember Keith Sweat. <laughs> so they used to record the music on the tape, and then, you know, that's how I learned it. But then that record company went belly up, so I got, like, a sour taste in my mouth as far as music. And uh, then somebody entered me into a rap contest because I could rap a little, but I didn't do that neither. So I didn't really start picking up singing again until about nine years ago when I finally submerged my life into the Lord, and um, I would just sing on my medias because I have a couple of media, like YouTubes and stuff like that. So I would sing before I started preaching or teaching, and I started doing that. Last November, the Lord had told me, he said, if you go on Periscope and you write down every sickness that everyone's dealing with and you sing it to me, I will do some healing. So I did that, and a lot of people got healed on the Periscope, and that's what started it. So... Mm -hmm. People started saying, Apostle, when are you going to start going in the studio? And I'm like, well, whenever God wants me to go, if he wants me to go, I will go. So this November, I recorded my first two singles because God opened up the door. And <laughs> that's how we got here. <laughs> um, 
Wow, that that is an amazing story. So, okay, so tell me about your debut single tracks uh, that you have to download on iTunes and Apple in two weeks. Uh, actually, you know, from yeah, from the fifteenth, so it'll be coming out pre-sale twenty ninth. Yes, and then full full fledged sale on the thirtieth. But they could also download it now on my music website at um, RosalindSolomonsMusic dot com. And uh, the first one is called In His Grace We Live, which mm-hmm. I was not going to sing right now. I was going to leave that to when I go into the studio again in January. But one night mm-hmm. when I was sleeping, I kept waking up and I kept hearing the musical part of it. So I woke up 4 o'clock in the morning and I asked God, I said, God, I said, Father, why does this music keep playing in my ear? And he told me <laughs> that that was the music he wanted me to record. So I asked him what song. And he literally told me in his grace, we live, because I have like 16 songs I've written. So, you know, I prayed to him to show me which two he wanted me to start off with. And that's how in his grace came. That's like a love letter to the Lord. And then the thank you, Lord, he knew that uh, I really liked that song, so he approved me to do that song. So that's how those first two singles came. Mm. Mm. Now, okay, I'm just going to go down the line here because you have you just you're just not a gospel singer. You're an apostle, a minister yeah. of the of the gospel. Tell yeah. me about that. How does, how does that tie in with your music? Well, um, like I got like quite a bit of prophecies over the past like six years, you know, uh, back in 2013, a prophet told me, he said, he said, I see you becoming an apostle. And I said, yeah, a lot of people told me that because back then I was just an up and coming pastor. And he said, I see your music being heard all over the world. And it's going to heal many people, and you're going to be very successful in it. And I kind of didn't believe him, me being a prophetess myself. I kind of didn't believe it because I didn't see it, right? And I didn't even really see it last November when the Lord told me to do this singing on a periscope. And I really didn't see it, you know, up until, like, September because I would just get on a periscope and start singing, you know, because I feel every time you go to preach or pray, you know, preach or teach for the Lord. You should at least praise Him some before you start the preaching and teaching. You know, to to make the atmosphere welcoming for the Holy Spirit. So that's what I do. But first, the music. I I plan on I plan on being able to sing and preach at the same time. Like I'm not going to allow the music career to overshadow my preaching, which is what God initially gave me to do. I want to combine the two together, but I'm not going to let the preaching part or the the edifying God or being his deliverer or his healer or his prophetess, I'm not going to let that part slack or be overshadowed. It's like I plan on doing an album. I plan on being finished with it by July 2019. I'm just going to let singles come out, then eventually they'll go on one CD. And that's, you know, all that I plan for. But if the Lord want me to sing any more after that, to make any more music after that, it'll be his call. As far as going on tours, I don't see myself doing that because, to me, that would take a lot of time for the ministry. But I do see myself going in different churches and different arenas singing like that. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Now, you know, I'm I'm looking at your website, and, you know, I'm an inquisitive person. That's why I have this show. But you also have a show on Blog Talk. Tell me about that, girlfriend. 
Okay, that show is called uh, Rotated Mantle Radio Show. That's my third radio show. I I've had uh, a blog talk radio show back in 2013, and I had it till like 2015. Then I went on a radio show in Florida where I would record it and send it to him. And that lasted only about five months because he would always get my show on late. It was just always a problem. So I just said, you know, this is not professional. I'm getting off of this. And so I decided a couple of months ago I would go back to Blog Talk Radio because, you know, I like the radio scene, but I, I got so busy with the YouTube at Periscope. And then I have two Facebooks, and I have blogs, and I've written a lot of books. So the radio show kind of was slacking a little so I decided to go back to it, and it's been about two and a half months now since it's been back. Mm. And, and that show, two and a half yeah, just two and a half months I've been back, and that show basically what that show is. Uh, I I'll be like you know I do different teachings, and then sometimes I come on in and do a prayer night. I pray for people sometimes. You know, I don't like just straight do prophecy shows because I'm the type of prophet, I believe, you know, letting the Holy Spirit move freely. So what I do is, you know, I'll pray for people, and then if the Lord give me something, then I tell them. So sometimes, you know, I'll have those kind of shows on there or like a Q&A show if they want to ask questions about ministry or a personal thing because I also have a couple of uh, Christian coaching certificates and diplomas as well And then sometimes I'll do teaching Sometimes I do dream interpretation But I also do that on my Facebook My Periscope and my YouTube <laughs> So it's like having the Holy Spirit lead me On what to do on that radio show mm, mm. You know, it is it is something to be desired To be a host of your own show When you are you know, on the show, when you when you do your show, what is the one thing that seems to always be that, that how would I say, pinnacle uh, obstacle or that pinnacle thing that it just turns up on every show? Well, with me on my radio show or the other medias I do, like if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see plenty of videos over the past two months where God is actually in the picture behind me. And he's still in the mm-hmm. picture. And also the Messiah's in the picture. And many people have seen it and took pictures of it. It's, like, unbelievable. And sometimes when I'm on the periscope, he'll show up and make smoke, you know. <laughs> it's like it talks about Acts. I think it's Acts 6-2 where he says, I prove uh, my maintenance by my vapor mist. So he'll do vapor mist. Now when I'm on the radio, he just shows up when, you know, sometime I'm teaching and he'll just give me something to teach. Or if I'm on there praying for people, he'll just tell me this person needs prayer for, for this illness or whatever, whatever, and I'll pray and they get healed. Like I've seen many people get healed on the Periscope, Facebook, and radio. There are like a couple of women, they couldn't have children, and I prayed over their wounds and three of them have babies now. A couple of them couldn't get married, prayed over them, and they got husbands, both of all three of them, within a year. And I'm like, God, where's mine? <laughs> you know, I was like, is this prophesied? Am I supposed to come? Where's mine? These girls getting married before me. <laughs> so so these are the kind of things that he do on all my media. It's not just the radio show. 
Oh, wow, wow. I absolutely love it. I love the fact that you not only have taken this a little bit further and got your your two years at Liberty University for studying. Yeah, well, I graduated from I graduated from Ames International Bible College in Florida for biblical mm-hmm. studies, and I only went two years at Liberty for bi for um, religion with a minor in um, psychology, but I didn't finish Liberty. That's okay. I mean, you know, you're doing a lot of work. You're doing a lot of studying. I mean. When you, when you think about your life and you go back, did you ever think that you would be on this path? Nope. <laughs> because I was always in church. I grew up in church, you know. We even had a pastor in our family, right? And I grew up in church, and my mother, she used to sing in the church choir, and, and then she met my dad, and she, she fell out. She was a nightclub singer for a long time, and then she stopped doing that, and now she's back in the church. But when I was coming up, you know, I used to model, but I was too short. I'm 5'3". But had, at that time, had to look in the shape like a model. You know, I tried that. That didn't work. I mean, I, I went to business college, dropped out. You know, I just tried a little bit. I tried to invent things. And then everything I did, the Lord just stopped it. He just nixed it, right? He just would not let it pass, right? And even when I was trying to sing professionally in the secular world, that always just fell out. And, you know, sometimes I just scratch my head. I'm like, what's going on with me? And so then, you know, there was a period of time that I started to get back into the Lord, and I started to write some music to do a gospel album. But then, you know, I got this really good job, and that just left. (laughs) So... You know, I just realized all my life it was God stopping me from doing things because he didn't want me to go that path. So, you know, even though I was living very sinful and was a disobedience of him, he still loved me so much where he didn't let me get into anything that he didn't want me to get into because I wouldn't have never been led to where I am today. You know, I never thought that I would write books. I never thought that I would ever go to record music again or sing again, you know, I never thought I would do radio show. I and I used to be a very shy person, so it amazes mm-hmm. me that I can get on these medias and go before people and meet people in person and stuff like that. So I did not see this <laughs> back wow. in the day. I did not see this. <laughs> you know what? And to have forty-eight books written, forty-eight books. Actually, it's 105. <laughs> it's 48 on Amazon, and the rest of them I sell through a private printer. <laughs> what? Girl, what the, wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. Tell me about the experience of writing so many books, and what does it take? I mean, what is your time frame? i got a lot of questions about this. What is your time frame? <laughs> How do you get some books? I mean, how do you do this? I mean, really? Okay, this is how the book started in 2010. I don't know if people are familiar with uh, Incubus, Succubus demons. I was dealing with those kind of demons pretty bad. I picked them up from some guy I was dealing with, you know. And I didn't know what they were back at that time. All I knew is they were coming in the night trying to get at me, you know, and trying to hold me down in the bed. So I didn't know what I was dealing with. And then, you know, I had a mentor. Her name was Dr. Judy. And I, you know, finally fessed up to her, told her what I was going through because I, I thought she was 
she was going to think I was crazy. And she didn't because mm-hmm. she knew exactly what I was talking about. So she taught me mm-hmm. about it. She explained it to me. You know, so as I, you know, learned things, I started getting deliverance, and that's how I got thrust into ministry. I started going to different places trying to get deliverance, and they saw I had to give a prophecy. So they would ask me to join the ministry. It was crazy. So I would do it, you know, and I learned a lot of stuff. So, like, in 2011, uh, December 2011, I said, I'm going to write about my experience because I feel it can help other people get delivered. And I did have that book out, but I took it off two years ago. But I do have a couple of books on that type of demon for deliverance. But that's how the book started. So then this prophet told me in December of 2011, she said, I see you writing tons of books. And she said, um, she said a couple were going to be a bestseller, but I haven't had that bestseller yet, you know. And she said, okay. um, I see you writing a lot of books. And I didn't believe her, right? But then I actually started mm-hmm. writing a book. So what happens is this. When I was still being delivered from those spirits back in 2012 and 2013 and part of 2014, I couldn't work because every time I got a job, they would attack me so much in my body, I couldn't work. And and one time I got fired because the doctor, because the, the man, my boss thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> it was the spirits messing with me. So, oh you God. know, the Lord made it where he could take care of me financially, and I was able to stay mm-hmm. home. So I had a lot of time. So I would write a book in eight hours, or I would what? start writing the book at 6 p.m. at night and finish 5 p.m. in the morning. There was one month I wrote six books in one month. Mm. And God just anointed me with that gift, that writer's gift. I always could write poems. I always could write music. I always could write short stories. But, you know, I never kept doing it. You know, I was stopped and I would lose the papers because, you know, you didn't have computers way back in the day. You know, so Mm. I would just lose the papers. You know, so it's, like, ironic. Like, I used to try to write. I used to try to sing, right? And I always Mm -hmm. was calling myself teaching people. They used to call me um, Pastor Girl. (laughs) I used to laugh at them. And they used to call me Pastor Girl because, you know, I was was in church, but, you know, I was carly-minded. And they would call me Pastor Mm -hmm. Girl. So all of these things that I used to do back in the day, God has actually burped them out of me, and I'm actually doing Mm them. Girl. I don't have nothing to say. I am, I am speechless. Wow. Glory to wow. God. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. So, okay, so now that the music and, and then the books, and oh, my gosh, I'm over, I'm, I'm just so excited for you. Glory wow. Glory to God. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. The music, the books, the, I mean, everything that you're doing, wow. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, and play some of this in the background while we talk a little bit. So, okay. excuse me if you go. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me turn this. You hear that? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love that song, too. <laughs> Good grace we live. Did you write this? Yeah, all the music that's going to come out, I wrote. And the beats are exclusively mine. You know, I had someone else do the beats, but I paid for exclusive rights. 
Right. Wow. So in his grace we live and thank you, Lord. Mhm. Wow. I am I am thoroughly just thankful that you're doing what you're doing and this is really nice. I'm really loving this. Um what's next for you? I mean, are you still writing books at that rate? <laughs> I mean this is Oh no, my I wrote my last book maybe I went to no wait a minute. I went to Israel this year for a week, and I had wrote a, the Lord gave me a book to write just for the trip. And then I wrote the a book called, uh, it's on Amazon, it's called The Demonic Marine Kingdom, something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> I wrote that book. And then I, I also have several, I have seven Christian romance novel so I wrote another novel and I'm on I'm in the process of writing another Christian novel called Queen so that'll be out probably like in three four weeks so that's what I'm doing right now and you know I had another radio interview and you know so I'm like you know promoting my music somewhat you know and I'm going back in the studio again to record three more songs and mm-hmm. I'm just going to see where God is going to take it. You know, if I'm sure he's going to open the door for people to book me, to sing, you know, to preach more, you know, and things like that. I plan mm-hmm. on having conferences and things like that, you know, just doing the work of the mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs> well, this is a blessing. I tell you this much. And, and you know, having you on the station is is definitely something that is just monumental for me. But not only, I think that a lot of people can learn from you. What what kind of advice you give people? You know, you know, with with all the success and all the things that you've done, what have I mean? What have what can you pass on? I mean, you you left me completely speechless. I have never met anyone that can do six in one day. Okay. The Lord gave me a, a tool belt <laughs> with a lot of tools on it. <laughs> this is what I, I would say to people. I've sacrificed a lot for the Lord. And one thing I've learned about our Father Yahweh, I mean, some people call him Jehovah, but his real name, you know, Hebrew name is Jehovah. I mean, uh, Yahweh. So what I've learned from Father Yahweh is this. The more you sacrifice onto him, the more he gives onto you and the more he sacrifices for you. And the more you give him, the more he gives you. And the more time and more intimacy and the closer you draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to you. So this is why I have the things that I have and I'm, I'm having success. My success has been slow. I've been in the ministry nine years, but I've only been on the forefront six years. And I've seen people come in the ministry at the same time as me, and they have surpassed me tremendously. And it used to hurt me, and I used to cry. But then God said to me, the more you wait, the more you will receive. So when he started telling me that, I dried those tears up quick. I was like, okay, they take your time, because the more time you take, the more I'm going to get. So I'm just really starting noticing the past two years, he's starting to move the ministry more. So With God, he's not like a microwave God. He's not going to do things overnight. He's going to take his time with you. And there's things that he needs to get out of us to make us be successful because if he doesn't get it out of us and then he makes us successful, the devil will beat you up and take it from you and cause you Mm -hmm. to be unsuccessful and you may be taken off of this planet. So God is a very patient God. He God likes to take you and, and, and squeeze all the oil out of you and break you and put you back together like a mosaic painting. 
And then he looks at it and he says, look what I've done, because he wants to get all the glory. And then people see you and they're like, oh, where did she come from? Where did he come from? And they don't know what fire of sanctification you came out. They don't know what wilderness you came out. So my advice is give all you can to God. Make him the the first person in your life. Make your life surrounded by him, not yours surrounded by him. I mean, yeah, don't make your life surrounded. How, how am I say that? Okay, put God before your life and put God around and in your life. And ask him to lead you on all things. And I notice when I ask God, should I do this, should I do that, I ask him for his approval, for this or that, I never get stared wrong. So my advice is give all on to God, worship the Lord, keep him first, be true to him, don't compromise yourself, don't compromise God in any way. And, you know, don't compromise your family and don't let your family lack. You know, always try and have a loving family, a loving relationship, no matter how hard it is, because God is a unity God. And to have love, because God is a universal God of love. That's the number one commandment. And respect and honor all people the way you would want them to do you, and even the ones that mistreat you and don't honor you right. You take it to God and let him deal with them, because he... He can deal with them way better than you can. Like it says, Ephesians, vengeance is mine. So my advice is just be close to God, and he will take care of everything. He says, give give all to me. And he says that for a reason. So that's mm-hmm. what I find that has worked in my life, giving my life to God and just trusting him completely and putting him first in everything and not compromising mm-hmm. myself before him and not compromising him or the Holy Spirit or the Son Yeshua Jesus at all, neither. Mm. Wow, I think it's very important, and you know, it's very important to stick with what you what you believe in and not to compromise on that belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely something that is very, very important. You know, wow, wow. And ask well, God I would, what your gifts are. People don't, you know, people don't take the time to ask. Don't pray. You have to pray and ask God what your gifts are. You have to pray and ask him what your talents and what your gifts are. What did he birth in you that's waiting to be birthed? That's how you're going to be successful. Because if you're doing what he put you on the planet to do, it's no stopping you. But if you're doing something that he didn't put you on the planet to do, then they're stopping you. Right. Wow. You know, it is, wow, it, it, you know, it's just a lot to take in a lot of times when people don't, you know, they don't sit back and, and think about things. They just jump on stuff and then they do it mm-hmm. wrong. It's it's important mm-hmm. to pray on it. It's important to think about it. It's important to kind of make your your plans. And you're right, yeah. you know, um, to make sure that you, you, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Oh, man, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Robinson, thank you. So much for being on the show. So much for doing what you do, and, and your music is beautiful. I, I'm just, I'm loving it, loving what Thank you're doing. You. Keep Thank bringing you. the positive, uh, you know, music out. Keep doing what you're supposed to do, and I tell you, you're gonna prosper. Thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you for having me, giving me the opportunity. And I just want to pray a blessing over you. I pray that you continue to be very successful. I pray God blesses you for all that you do for others, the indie independent artists. I pray for your family, and I pray God will just 
completely lift you up and keep you healthy and keep you right and prosper you and may your coast be enlarged and everywhere you step your feet, may you take it over like it says in the Bible. In Yeshua Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. That that from your mouth to Yahuwah's ears, thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless you. <laughs> you too. Okay, bye bye. Wow. Wow. What a I you know, an all around wonderful, wonderful lady who is definitely concerned about just bringing forth the faith that she believes her standing up for her, uh, everything that she could do. Goodness gracious, she's amazing. Through through her belief, through her, her, I mean, she's just amazing. I really have no words to say how wonderful the Most High is and what the Most High is doing through her is amazing. Amazing. And that was Rosalind Solomon on the show tonight, Christian coach, diplomas and certification in coaching, Bible school, books on Amazon. I mean, I just left a, in our description box a link to her page. Just go ahead and, cl- and and copy or click on the link and just check it out. She is a woman on the move. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. You're listening to Dream Chasers Radio with Yaya Diamond. You know, it's one thing to be able to move forward in your dream and to accomplish goals that you set out for yourself. And I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were telling me how their dream looked like a mountain and how they didn't know how they were going to accomplish their dream, how they were going to get through this this big, gigantic uh, feat that they had in front of them. And, um, you know, I have to say that it is something that we need to think about, but also, I wanted to talk to you a couple of minutes because this is it's just not very often that I get to talk to you guys for a minute. You know, on Dream Chasers Radio, we always say go after your goal, go after your dream, do what you need to do to get it done, you know, as long as it's good and, and dandy and all that. I, I encourage you to go after your dreams, to, to be that person that is an example. And, and a lot of times what I don't do is I don't tell you a few different ways of doing it. Now, there are a lot of different ways you can go about this. I have to say that the best way you can begin is by tackling the mountain in sections. Because a lot of people think that the mountain is one piece. It's this big, gigantic task that they have to accomplish all at once. But that's not true. 
See, the mountain is comprised of little bitty hills that you have to take care of one at a time. And so you have to take it apart just like a puzzle, and you have to sit it down, look at it just like it is, puzzle, and you have to put it together. And so it doesn't really matter which piece goes in first when it comes to the way you want to dissect and put your puzzle together. A lot of people want to start with the technical part of it, the legal part of it, uh, going and getting their, you know, their their certifications, going and getting their licensing, going and getting in their tax ID numbers, um, going and getting all the things that they think they would need to begin. Some people think that that is the second move. The first move would be the um, creative part of it, you know, putting down on paper what it is that you want to do first so that you know what you want to do and that you can have the correct licensing so you don't have to redo that again, you know, the licensing and all that. So there are different ways of accomplishing your goals, of tackling these things that look so monumentous that sometimes it's just like, wow, wow, this is impossible. I'm going to tell you right now that it is possible. It definitely is a possibility. It definitely isn't as big as you think it is. And when you reverse engineer these things, they just fall into place. So what is the first thing that I believe that I would do if I had to start all over again or if I wanted to start something new? I would actually sit down with a piece of paper and a notebook and begin to jot down exactly what it is I want to do. What is it that I'm trying to accomplish? Because what I don't like is, and this is what I do all the time, establish businesses. This is one of my things that I love to do. I establish businesses, I mean, Monday through Friday. This is this is what I do. And establishing a business means that you have that, you have that um, certainty that this is exactly what you want to do, and this is the license for it. And so going after that goal is going to be a task. However, again, you want to have it written down. What is it that you want to do? Break it down. You know, okay, so let's just go ahead and put an example out there. You want to put together a song. So the first thing, what do you do? You know, some people start with the music. Some people start with the lyrics. Some people have music, you know, done for them, and then they write the lyrics to it. Some people already have lyrics, and they go around that. I mean, it's it's up to you how you want to do it. The first thing that I believe needs to be done is the creative side of it all. The creative side of it all is done, then the technical side can be done which is pulling the copyrights, making sure that your lyrics are copywritten, making sure that the music belongs to you, making sure that everything you need is in place to go ahead and go further into the process of creating that song. So you would go after creating the song, you would record the song, get everything mixed and mastered, right? No. The next thing you want to do is copyright those lyrics. Copyright that song. Then you can go in and get it recorded. See, I I say it like this. You know why I say it like this? Because people's ears and them listening to your stuff 
if it's not copywritten before you walk into the studio, it, sometimes it just happens that they just, you know, they take it. And it becomes this big number one hit, and they copyright it first. So you don't want to go anywhere, not unless you have a home studio that you're doing it in, that you are the person that's, you know, doing it on your and it's in your studio on your hard drives. You know, you want to be able to get that copyright in before anyone else hears it or sees your living. And so these are the things that you need to do. And then the technicalities are once they are out of the way, then you can go ahead and record it in a studio, or you can do it. You can do it at home if you know before you copyright it. If that's like I said, if that's the next thing. Now the next thing you want to do is people actually after it's mixed and mastered, people actually have to hear it. So now becomes the daunting task of publicity. Now you see, you could flip this and say you want to write a book. The same process. You wanna you wanna do something. You wanna create a movie. Guess what? It's the same process. In my mind, the creativity comes, the process, the certainty of what it is you want to do comes first, before the technical and the legal aspect of it hits. But I want to warn you, just like me. I want to warn anybody showing people your stuff. I'm I'm going to warn you. If you don't know already, I'm going to warn you now and let you know that people steal. (gasps) No, yeah, yeah, people don't steal. Yes, they do. They steal. And you want to make sure that you are covered. So before you show anything to anybody, cover yourself. Cover it. Copyright it. Patent it. Trademark it. Do whatever you need to do before you start showing it to people. Because the moment that you show it to people, you know, it can it, it can it can be a, a hazard sometimes. It really can. And so um, these are just um, a couple of things that I wanted to give you some some pointers and uh we're going to go ahead and i know these songs are you know some of these songs i have to go in and, and excuse me if you want to have your song played here on dream chasers radio please email me at dream radio at gmail.com and i'll put you down on the list every friday night at 7 p.m we have an indie show here um that's by jj kane and she actually uh does a lot of the indie artist, and I wanted to make sure that people knew that if you want to get your song here on Dream Chasers Radio, you can send it to me. Uh, but the one main person that I actually go with is going to be um, is going to be JJ Kane. So she has her indie show every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. Here's a previous interview with Jay of Lazy Jay's Band right here on Dream Chasers Radio. All right, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me. This is Yaya Diamond, and I've been busy, busy, busy. We got so many different things going on here, and I am so happy to say that we have a wonderful show for you today. You're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as in all the Caribbean and the Caribbean Community Radio 
Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to Caribbean. I love you. Also on Bomb Baby Radio New York City, you guys know you are the bomb. Australia, Japan, India, uh, New Zealand. I mean, there's so many different places. Canada, Mexico. How you guys doing in Africa? What's up, London? I mean, there's so many different wonderful places that people are listening. And I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. And please share this podcast with all the people that you know. All you have to do is go to dreamchasersradio.com. If you don't know where to go, if you don't know what to say, just say dreamchasersradio.com. And there we go. So we're going to go ahead and get started with our first guest tonight. And I have nothing but wonderful things to say about this this wonderful guest calling from India today. Welcome, Jay. Hi, Aya. Hey. I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, fine. Very fine. Awesome. So what time is it in India? Because it's in the morning over here. Uh, this is uh, 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. Oh, it's 9 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. I was off by like an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But at least you're up. And so tell us about what you do for a living, and then what's your passion? Uh, uh, I'm basically an educator, and uh, we have a, a small education company where we support students to learn. And uh, apart from that, uh, we have a band, uh, which is a, a classic rock band, which we uh, play live, and uh, you know, we do a lot of shows here. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a passion which uh, we've been continuing from, uh, I think, 30 years. So, uh, you know, that band is called ACJ. And, uh, yeah, great to be, uh, you know, present there in your interview. My gosh, my gosh. So how did you, I mean, an educator to a, I mean, I understand it. Because, you know, music music is just like, you know, it's in your veins. If you, if you got it, you got the bug, you can't get rid of it. But for music uh, to educator, I mean, tell me how that happened. Yeah, uh, music was my passion from my childhood, and then uh, you know, we started a band uh, when I was in college, mm. basically in school, mm-hmm. the last years of school, and uh, uh, with my friend, and uh, we continued all these years. While uh, in India, it, it was difficult in those days to play rock music because it, you know, we had our culture and our, our kind of music here. Mm-hmm. It was difficult for us to take that for a living. Right. And then uh, in the process, uh, you know, I had to complete my education and venture into something which, uh, you know, I started as a job and then later it turned to be a, you know, something which inspired me to go forward. Mm-hmm. And um, almost 20 years, I was working in the education, you know, field. So um, later on, I thought of starting my own small setup, a small company, which, uh, uh, you know, went ahead. And we are, we are, we are doing quite well in, uh, you know, helping children to learn. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, important. While, on the other hand, uh, education uh, is one side. We continued playing music. Whenever we met, uh, we kept, kept on playing shows because that, that's something which will never go. Once you get that bug, it never goes, as you said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then in 2015, we thought uh, we're going to do this, uh, you know, in a much more aggressive way. So uh, we uh, earlier we were called the Autumn Leaf, and then we changed it to Lazy J. And from Lazy J day onwards, it has been going on fine. 
like you know we are spending more time because i left the day job and uh, we started doing this with a lot of uh, you know force or aggression and now i think we are doing well both hmm. now that's a big step to leave your day job and go completely into music tell me about the transition yeah i have been thinking i planned it quite a lot you know a long time back when i was doing uh, my job uh, maybe on 10 years back uh, i planned it that you know by the end of next 10 years i'm going to spend my time on my job you know and secure myself or my family my kids and then get into my passion whatever i've been carrying forward which i was not able to achieve uh, i needed to do it and then uh, it was a call which i took a very uh, you know after a lot of planning a lot of uh, setting up and telling my people around and they have been quite supportive uh, in understanding what i really wanted mm-hmm. and uh, i think uh, you know my family needs a lot of appreciation for that because they are putting up with my uh, <laughs> you know uh, the change of career and ups and downs and this but then right it, it's been a good uh, right after i moved uh, back into music I never left music. For that matter, you know, we started from 91 onwards. We've been playing continuously. But then uh, when you have a day job, it's not going to be, you know, that kind of, we don't get time to do this. Right. This is the right time to move in. And then right now we are doing quite a lot of shows here. And we are trying to uh, move, you know, to places like, uh, you know, getting ourselves heard across the world. Mm-hmm. Really exciting for us also. Awesome, awesome. Now, okay, so you have you have the van, you you have your passion, you're doing your thing. You 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 jumped out of corporate life and went into the dream. You know, how important is that for you because I know a lot of parents don't realize that empty nest is going to be inevitable. You know, what do I mean by that? People you raise your children and then they go out on their own and then you're stuck with yourself. <laughs> you know, for the remaining <laughs> remaining time, which is a lot longer than what it would be with your kids. Your kids, 18, 20, 21 years, and then they kind of venture out on their own. Then you're stuck by yourself with yourself. I mean, could, I mean, preparing yourself for the last 10 years to be in the music industry is amazing. That's a great way to do it. But, you know, jumping from one career to the next, how is that on your family and how how good of that was how was that for you as a person as someone who wanted to kind of transition from being that 24 hour support to aid i'll support you but i'm also here yeah it has been difficult in the start like when i moved out you know the first thing was a vacuum because you know you've been occupied 24 hours mm-hmm. my job traveling and doing quite a lot of things there so, uh, you know, the first thing which happened to me was a huge vacuum. There was nothing to do. <coughs> and I had to build this uh, whole thing up. It's like a new business. Mm-hmm. When you get into the music business, it's a, it's a totally different thing. Though it's a passion, you need to set this up from zero. And um, there was a lot of uh, difficulties in the start. Uh, and uh, my family was supportive because I've been telling them, you know, grooming them to this inevitable thing because I just wanted to, uh, you know, at the end of the uh, days, I don't want to be 
going back telling that I could have been a musician or something like that. I mm-hmm. really wanted to do what I wanted to achieve. Uh, on the other hand, yes, I wanted my family to be safe, work for them, and uh, you know, help. Uh, you know, basic uh, things are set up so that you know I don't have to feel guilty of doing something which I like. So I think uh, it, it it was well balanced, but I think there's a lot of support which was given. There's a lot of trust uh, mm. from my family side, uh, which has helped me. Yeah, mm. I, even now it's, it's a journey. I think uh, you know we are still moving forward, and I think it'll work out for us. Right, right. And how do you feel going after your dream? Actually, going into a different chapter of your life. I understand parenting is always going to be there. Believe me, I'm a parent. I know. But as for a person going after their dream, just you yourself, how satisfying is that for you? Yeah, of course, uh, um, it is satisfying, and I think. Uh, the biggest thing is that when you come to a point in corporate life, uh, you know, um, you feel that, okay, I've achieved something, you know, what I wanted to be, I have become, and now what? Mm. And th- that's the point when your your passion comes back and hits your heart. Because right. you have been, uh, in, in uh, that, that's a dream which you build up when you start playing uh, you know, music in your school days. Mm-hmm. And it continued for seven to eight years during those uh, days. And we really had the potential and we loved to play music. Mm-hmm. And that's where we, you know, that, that came back to me. And I have been planning this because, you know, some point or the other, if I want to uh, retire, I need to be uh, happy doing that. Right. I need, yeah, I, I, I don't want to retire telling that, you know, I could have been something which I never tried. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's not worth it. If you want to really do something, you need to go ahead and try. Definitely. So, yeah, and that's that's something which I always believe, and I think that's something which uh, has worked out for me. Maybe you know, I've been lucky, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, I, I have planned a little bit early. I don't know, but it's working out for me well right now. Uh, what comes further is uh, you know for the time to tell. Hmm. But wow. So tell me about the song Don't Turn Around. Yeah, Don't Turn Around uh, uh, was written some time back uh, on an incident when uh, we went and, uh, you know, there was a there was a, this a lady who was uh, pretty uh, powerful, uh, you know, who, who comes out from a wealthy family. And mm-hmm. then uh, she uh, had some kind of, you know, she used to be very arrogant and at some point, uh, this lady had a, a very difficult uh, situation and then she had to end up in a destitute moment. So, um, you know, I personally met her. So, mm. I, you know, this whole story, you know, it, that, that that was the idea and that, that's how the song was written. Okay. You know, and then, um, yeah, and we recorded it, we played it in some of the, uh, you know, uh, local shows and a couple of televisions in India. And I thought uh, we got a lot of response from them. And I think, uh, you know, that's something which we wanted to uh, right. showcase uh, across there. Mm. Mm. That is amazing. Wow. Okay, so here we go. We're playing Don't Turn Around Today by Lazy J. Your song will go here, okay? 
Okay. And we're going to continue the meeting. But before we do, give me your social media where people can reach you real quick. Wow. Wow. Don't Turn Around by Lady J. I'm going to go ahead and play that song. Don't Turn Around. You find it here. It's not always easy. Lady J. Don't think I have it anymore. That that actual interview took place a few weeks ago, so uh, that was Dirt Turner. Don't turn around, Lady J. Uh, Lady J has a band over in India that heard about Dream Chasers Radio, and you know it's just it's one of those things where this this station gets all over the world, all over the world, and I am just wow. I am sometimes I it, it it just fascinates me that we have such a a good a good reputation and also a good uh you know following and I don't take that for granted definitely don't take that for granted we're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back we have a couple more guests on the show today and uh, don't forget to dare to be different we'll be right back. I 
suffered a recent foreclosure or defaulted on your property taxes? If so, you may be entitled to the unclaimed money from the auction sale of your home or business. Many individuals are not aware of this money, but at the Access Center, which is currently working the entire Mid-South, they help previous home and business owners recover their money from default sales. Millions of dollars go unclaimed every year, simply because home and business owners are not made aware of the process. Contact the Access Center today at 901-602-8150 to recover your money. Once again, if you have defaulted on your property taxes and have missed the redemption period, give the Access Center a call at 901-602-8150. If you have had a recent foreclosure, call them 901-602-8150. They do have agents in other states, so they may be able to help you even if you're not located in the Mid-South. The Access Center is also looking for future entrepreneurs in every state where they can collect on behalf of property and business owners. Visit their site, theaccesscenter.net, for more information. Theaccesscenter.net. Well, you're listening to Dream Chasers Radio with your host, Yara Diamond, on 97.5 FM Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as the community... Uh, Caribbean Community Radio Station, Bomb Baby Radio, and Dream Chasers Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. We do have two two more guests that are coming on the show today. And earlier we talked about how to break down that mountainous view of your tasks. What you know, and and I I think that we have a lot to offer. So yes, we do have a lot to offer other people, and not only other people but ourselves. But learning how to break that mountain down and make it into pieces of a puzzle that we can put together however we wish and however it's more convenient for us and more comfortable is the key to accomplishing your goals. I, I mean, you know, it, it's like this. If we don't learn how to do that, then we'll never accomplish it. It will always be insurmountable, and we will always be overwhelmed by just that task that we think we need to tackle all at once to accomplish a goal that can be broken down into pieces and bits and taken care of a little bit at a time. I want to thank the Access Center for actually um, sponsoring one of the shows that we had, and I just wanted to pay uh, pay my tribute to them. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and we're going to go ahead and go with our next guest. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Um, we're the show of This Is Us Now. It's myself, cast member Brittany, and the producer and director, Jeffrey. Yeah, I know. You guys have a YouTube comedy channel. Tell me about that. Um, so we, we just created this show because, uh, well, at first, the producer, Jeffrey, he, he brought it to our attention, everybody that's been on the show, and that's something that he's just wanted to do for a long time, get out there and be somebody and do something with his life. And so I was like, yeah, okay, we can do that. I'll support you. Um, so we just, we do challenges. Um, he's been to places and he's uploaded videos um, demonstrating different places. And soon enough, we'll have a few more videos to post. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Why are you a part of this? I mean, what what made you become a part of this actual uh, comedy show? At 
first, it was just because he, he came to me and he asked me, you know, will you support me with this? Will you help me? And I was like, yes, of course. And then as a, as we started doing the videos and posting them and seeing the feedback that we were getting, I was like, this is making a few people, you know, like this can make people smile and this can make people stay better. And that's kind of what I live for, you know. I would like to, if I can in any way, make somebody's day better if they've had a very stressful day and, you know, they come home. A lot of people um, go to the Internet for uh, relief of their stressful mm. day. And if I can contribute anything to that, it, that's amazing. Wow. Well, wow. now, you know, I, I, I am, I did post this up on our page on Facebook and I think that you're right. It is, I mean, just some of this stuff is just so funny. How did you guys come up with your content and, 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 you know, and, and who are you on this show? Are you on the front end or on the back end of this show? Uh, um, so our content, we just, okay, so we've just been doing challenges here lately, and it's just any challenges, we'll, like, we'll look up challenges or even refer to other videos that people have done and say, hey, this looks like a cool challenge, you know, we can do it, but maybe put, a, like, a different spin on it. Um, so that's where we are getting our content right now. Further down the line, we'll be getting content probably from the same places or just, like, we'll make stuff up because I have a great imagination, and everybody that's included has great imagination. Um, I play any role that the director, Jeffrey, would like me to play in the video. So I'm on the front line, back line. If I'm helping him produce the videos, I'm basically his right-hand woman. Wow. Wow. What is, I mean, what are your, what are your, how would I say this? What is the one thing that you found you had to kind of learn really fast on the job? Um, to <laughs> keep a straight face, to keep a straight face, because I, I'm, I'm a very silly person naturally, and mm -hmm. I like to laugh a lot. Uh, I like to have fun a lot. And, you know, when we're introducing ourselves in the beginning of the videos and then at the end of the videos where we're asking people to please subscribe, like, and share, you know, it was, we had to do a few takes. There's bloopers that he's got saved that he'll probably post later. Um, where I just could not keep a straight face, and I just keep laughing and giggling. So that's got to be the hardest part to to try to learn to be a little bit more professional, because you know when mm -hmm. you're doing the videos, you can't be all like goofy. Why? Uh, oh, okay. I you know I think that 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 I I would have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard not to I laugh. I, I think I would have that problem. I think this would not be good for me because <laughs> I was probably messing with Oh, my gosh. Okay, so a straight Um And, okay, now what I'm what I'm seeing is, it, how, what is what, what's the challenge? What's the tackle in this? Because this is like you're always having to come up with something new. You're always having to come up with something or a challenge or, I mean, what is the challenge to keep it fresh? Um, well, I can pass it over to Jeffrey, and he can answer that for us because, awesome. you know, he's got some things to say as well. Um, Hi, hello, my name is Jeffrey. I am the creator of This Is Us Now. And um, and, and what was the question again, Yaya? How do you keep it fresh? Um. Well, I'm on the computer 24-7 um, trying to see 
oh, what's funny, what's not funny, what's not dangerous to do on the internet, what can relate to people, um, like, um, to go back to the other question, like, while we're doing this, is that I want people to relate to my content. I want people to come home and have a laugh and, you know, take themselves out of the stressful daily basis situations that they're in. And I just want them to see that, you know, us making um, a fool of ourselves, I guess you could say. Um, uh-huh. But also, like, I'm going to do a lot of different other things, not only challenges. Like, um, I want to inspire people with different things that I'm coming up with right now. And I just want to, again, like I said, relate to people and touch people's home by doing different things. Hmm. Is it, okay, when you, before you came up with this idea, okay, before you, you even started this, was this the initial idea or, or was this like a formulation of a bunch of different things that you thought this would be so cool just to ultimately do this? So what happened was is that I record my roommates on Snapchat like every day, like what goes on in my house. And somehow my Snapchat grew to the point where people were like, you need to make a YouTube channel that you're really funny. You're, you know, you record everybody, you record yourself. So I was like, well, at first I was shy to to do that. I was like, I don't want to. But then, you know, there was one person that messaged me and they were in a depressed situation and told me that because of me, because of all my recordings, I make them laugh. I help them through their depression. And if I can help one person, I can help many uh, through my YouTube channel and through my Instagram page. And that's what inspired me to do what I do today. Hmm. Wow. Now, okay. So you got this is now. You got your your, your YouTube. I see the Facebook, which we've already posted up on and and put up on our page. Um, what what is it that after the challenges and all the things are, are gone, what happens next? I mean, you have the process of recording. You have the process of coming up with everything, and what do you, I mean, what is the process, basically? I mean, I'm confused as to how this goes down. Is this something that you guys just naturally, you said they just asked you to do a YouTube video, so this is kind of a natural thing that just occurs that you're videotaping. Yeah. We're, we're, like, we're naturally funny, and, you know, we come up with ideas, we sit down sometimes and be like, hey, we should do this, we should do that, and, again, I'm always looking I'm always thinking. I'm very, very creative. And right now, we're going to post so much stuff coming forward. Um, and like I, like I said again, I always be researching what are the things that could make people laugh. At the same time, be safe for the actors that do play in the show um, and not do anything dangerous, like some challenges that you'll be seeing online that are not safe. Yeah, so the, the actual process, uh, is like um, so we research things we figure out what we're going to do uh, we talk about it we sit down and we figure out what would be the best way to manipulate this plan um, mm-hmm. and then we record sometimes there's a lot of bloopers so we might have to re-record a few times and then when we're done we of course we clean up everything if we mm-hmm. made a mess yeah. and then we just pass it on to Jeffrey and he does everything else he edits he posts and you know he's really the man here <laughs> 
Jeffrey, let me ask you a question because she says you're the man. What challenges yeah. did you face in getting everything done and put up? That that would be getting people to be in the same schedule, like in the same room, because everybody has a different schedule. Um, and so it's hard sometimes to get all the actors together, um, get ideas on time. Um, sometimes, you know, when obviously like when people create stuff, sometimes we run out of ideas, so like we have to create more. And that's one of the problems that I always hit with this whole thing, um, that we need to come up with ideas every single time. So, like, if I have 20 ideas, I have to write it down, because if not, I'm going to run out of any in the future. But my most um, problem would be getting everybody together at a certain time. Wow. You know, scheduling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, so once you get that together, you get everybody's scheduling together, and it comes together, it's great. On your end, how long does the process take from you when you get everything into your office? What do you tackle with? I mean, do you have to edit some of it out? Do you have multiple things yeah. you have to watch? I, what is, I have to make what sure that anything that we use um, is not copyrighted. I have to make sure that the lighting is right on the video, that the sound is right. You know, just to make one video, it takes me at least three days mm. um, because there's so much work that has to be in it uh, to, make it to make it at least, you know, perfect for people to see it online. People don't realize what kind of work goes in behind the scenes to make this look. So good. Mm-hmm. What is the one thing that you hate about this, but that has to be done? Um, it would be. Oh, that's a good question. Um, because I love everything about it. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he just really has a great attitude about everything. He doesn't really hate or dislike yeah. anything about it. <laughs> He's very mm. patient. That's, that's, yeah, that's that. But something that would be hard if you want to, like, change the, like, hate part and just be, like, hard to do would be, like, uh-huh. putting, like, the sound effects and, uh, like, making sure that it, it's, you know, the sound effect is on the right time or capturing what's the funny part. That is where it takes a long time because you have to go frame by frame by frame, and so that takes a long time. Yeah. Wow. So three days it takes you to get this yes. done. Yeah. Wow. And that's so a typical, one... like, a 10-minute video, so it takes, like, three days. Yes. One video, three days. You know, yeah. I commend you. That is dedication, definitely dedication, and definitely something that most people probably don't even know you're doing. So, okay, so you got your three years, you put it all out, and then you're pretty much on to the next. Yes. So, like, as soon as we're done with editing, we go. We, we don't stop working. We go ahead to the next one because, again, like I said, it takes it can take two to three days. But, like, you know, we, we don't stop. We just keep going. And, again, I, I'm inspired by those that do message us on Instagram, on Facebook, and say that we are funny, that we make them laugh. Um, I had people like messaging me saying that they like our content, 
So mm-hmm. our fans is what makes me keep going. Wow. You know, I have to say, I've I, I watched a couple of your stuff, and, and it just made me laugh so hard. And I'm like, all right, but I wasn't able to watch everything all in its entirety, so I'm going to have to go back. But I tell you one thing, I do commend <laughs> you for putting everything together. I think it's kind of like, mm-hmm. a, you know, just something that you found. You, you found a niche that really wasn't something that you were pursuing and it count, it came together so inconspicuously. Tell me about that. Tell me, did you resist it at first? Um, like, like I'm sorry. Like, what was the question again? Did you resist it at first? Did you? Ah, no. Nah, they can't be serious about you doing a YouTube video. Come on, really? Well, I, well, you see, um, I have other people around me that like they can sing, they can act. And I be telling them to do a YouTube channel, but when people come to me, I'm just like, I'm funny, but I don't. I, I at first I thought I wasn't creative enough to do this. I thought I was gonna crash if I started something like this. But with the support of family members, with the support of my friends, with people I live with, um, you know, it became to be something that I didn't know about myself that I'm good at. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am funny, and I again, I love what I do. Wow, wow. Well, I commend you for everything that you're doing. Uh, you know, this is, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, I understand depression. I really do, and that was the reason why I started this radio station too. And, and what you're doing is helping people out of a bind mentally, and giving them yes. a minute of. Like sometimes I'm stressed and I go on the internet to see videos and I think everybody does to like clear their day and just laugh and I'm glad that I'm part of that. Yes. Yeah, and and I'm glad that you're a part of it as well. Thank you so much for doing what you do, for bringing a little bit of joy to people's lives and a lot of laughter. And you know what, you guys can also, if you're listening to us on on any of the stations that we are on, you go ahead and please go to our description box or our Facebook page and you'll see the post for This Is Now. I mean, wow. With now, is there something that we've missed today that you'd like to say to the audience? And also, how can people reach you? Um, well, I want to thank everybody um, that do follow us. And, again, my purpose, again, is to inspire and to make people relate to the content I make. And they can always reach us on our Instagram page at This Is Us Now uh, 18 um, or on our Facebook, This Is Us Now and if people could go to our YouTube, see the videos that they like, and they can subscribe. Mm-hmm. Again, the show is called This Is Us Now. And, again, uh, if the fans keep liking it, I will keep making more. I want you to keep making more, so go ahead and do that. And uh, <laughs> we will definitely, definitely get the word out uh, on 97.5 FM as well as all the Caribbean community radio station in New York City, Bomb Baby Radio. Thank you again so much for being on the show. This is us now. I mean, it's a comedy show, but let me tell you something. It's something that you just got to go see it. You guys got to go see it. So, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you for having us. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to get ourselves out there a little more. Uh, 
Anytime. It's awesome. I'm telling you, it's awesome. I, I love it. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Wow. You know, just when you think that you've gotten something, you know, or you may have stumbled upon something and someone else says, hey, you need to, hey, you need to do this with it, or hey, you need to get this, you know, and you think about it and you go, yeah, you're right, I need to, and then you go after it. That's exactly how this happened. At at least that's what I uh, understand. And thank you to This Is Us Now for being on the show and for bringing a little laughter in the midst of a a lot of just reality, because we're going to need it. We need it right here. We not only need it on Dream Chasers Radio, but I need it in my life. And thank you so much for doing that. We're going to take a short break. When we be right back, don't you go nowhere. You're listening to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaga Diamond. Goes out all the rough and rugged. Oh, I'm out there. Now, it is time to play. We do have something to watch in the morning for the family 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 morning for the yeah. It's the way you with your crazy talk, sweet with the fish yeah. You a guppy anyway, swimming with a shark Dumb rookie, pitched to a narc You was sick from the start Like Paul above a dark, and it hits to your heart Your lifestyle, lyrically I rip you apart uh. Got the winds of my court When it comes to bars, I got the home advantage Physical trauma king, bring the dome damage And I won't can it nah. Especially since I've been legend show hammers I handle mine once a grown man And I ain't talking about jacking off with your hands more like Jack and these rappers for their advances. Give me mine. In battle mode, I give anybody this work like Lux Calico to show I'm not your average Joe. Mount Vietnam vet, whose name alone should be a bomb threat. These rappers all up with my turf, so on the wrong set. You make it rain, but what's rain to a hurricane? I stop traffic, bring turbulence to airplanes. I make it hard for you to eat, feel my hunger pain. The way I'm the game won't be done to sell. Run for cover, cause the hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. Run for shelter, cause the hurricane's coming. These rappers ain't safe for 100 miles to run on the state. I get at anybody not giving me mine. Machiavelli's state of mind. Bomb behind enemy lines. You want fame? One in the brain to give you that Kennedy shine. My bars run you penitentiary time. Call me a CEO. No Rick Ross in it. Unfortunately, it's the end of your grind. Another MC like me, you'll never find. Hurricane Earl, you the stains in the world with rhymes out that Rockin' out like Alcatraz, your voice bout to fast Use trash in every sense of the word Once you turn up, when you're as old as Larry really? Bird Swervin' out of your lane, slow down for you crash, dummy Dude, we 
season, baby, for the cash money. Y'all can miss me with them fashion statements. Spit bars, the bars juniors are much harder way like the Nick guards. Right. I'm in flip mode, on the rampage. How I'm flip mode? It don't cost much to ride. I'm like a zip car. Right. I accept being the most hated lyricist. Right. But deep down, lyrically, you know they can't deal with this. No. In time, when swag makes it the richer rappers have to make the engine list. Evacuate the premises. Run for shelter because the hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. Run for shelter because the hurricane's coming. You rappers ain't safe for 100 miles. They ain't running no more. You make it rain, but what's rain to a hurricane? I stop traffic, bring turbulence to airplanes. I make it hard for you to eat. Feel my hunger pain. The way I'm the game won't be done the same. Run for cover because the hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. The hurricane's coming. Run for shelter because the hurricane's coming. You rappers ain't safe for 100 miles of running. Run.
of the confidence, Father God. You're an awesome God. You're an amazing God. You are an all-knowing God, and we praise you for that. We praise you for God. And that was Tori Patterson with more of you. And uh, we also had a song before that, which I kind of don't have the artist's name, but it was a wonderful song. Definitely. Uh, oh, that was Hurricane Earl. Sorry. Hurricane Earl. Yes. Oh, my gosh. With all the people that have stopped by in the last 11 years of broadcasting here on Dream Chasers Radio, um, I can't say that I have had one person that doesn't amaze me with their tenacity, their, their driven business sense, um, their determination. It's just, you know, I find it amazing to still find people who love what they do, love what they do, motivated for sure. And so that's that's what, that's, that's the whole thing. Just stay motivated. I don't see no red light, or no stop sign, it's go time, sprint right to the finish, that what goes on in my mind, it's my turn to win it, I go so hard when I grind, ain't no gold on the surface, so I gotta dig the fire, and I'm so motivated. Feel how I feel 
That's right. We are seeing those red lights, some stop signs. We are moving the here on Two Cases Radio. And we have our next guest. Welcome to the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Okay. Yo, yo, what's going on? This is the Godfather. Um, I'm a CEO of a music entertainment company, Mosiki Entertainment, and I'm also a hip hop artist. Oh no! So tell me about that. Tell me, I mean, why both? Why, why both? I mean, isn't that kind of like a lot of work? It, it really is. Um, well, I created my entertainment company because I've seen so like so many shows and so many people who are really good at music, and then the labels drop them because they either don't have an image or they're not marketing to the now crowd. So I, I decided to create a label, sign myself, and then sign artists that's really based on their music and let them be them. So that's the whole reason why I created it. I can do what I can do what I need to do, and then I can do what they need, they need for them. That's a revolutionary thought there, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. You know, most people don't do that anymore. You're right. It's like it's so far and few in between that, you know, I gave up on the fact that there would be anybody out there. Why Why would you want to do this, though? Why would you want to be the pioneer to start it all over again? Well, if I, if, if we take it back in the day, I mean, when when people made music, they listened. You know what I mean. They really listened to it, and they, they used to sign all these artists based on their talent. So I I kind of got tired at the same time of labels dropping me, or I don't fit their image. And I mean, somebody has to do it. So I thought, why not try to become, you know, maybe not the first, but a black-owned indie label that's not owned by anybody, just me. You know what I mean? Not off the three majors. Just me. It's always a dream that I had of being, you know, being the top. So I'm just trying to make that dream a reality. Mhm. Wow. Now, okay, making the dream a reality. Tell me, how are you going about doing this? Okay. So, um, so far, you know, I did all the legal stuff. I got the LLC, the EIN. So I made it into a, a, a real business. And then um, I'll take certain artists that I know, even, you know, from around the world, since we are, you know, online now, you can do everything online. And mm-hmm. if I really saw something in them, like I had one artist in Africa, Texas, Canada, and then I'll, I'll take their music and I'll think about, okay, so they're in another another part of the world. Where were people want to listen to them. I mean, I can already put their music on digital platforms, you know, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just promote you. You're from Nigeria. We don't really listen, you know, to music from over there, here in America. So how about I try to kick your music and push it out here you know, on Facebook and social media and online radio and see how I can do it over there. At the same time, try to do the same thing that I'm doing for an artist all the way over there from an artist here to there. So it's, it's been a lot of work, especially by doing this by myself. So it sounds like it. Tell me, I mean, you know, doing all this, doing your own stuff, doing the record label, promoting other people, I mean, you know, it's great. It's great what you're doing. But the reality is is that it is a lot of work. 
What have you right. found that you have encountered you didn't expect? Um, one of the things I found were um, some of the things I found was money. M- money is, I know a lot of businesses have a problem with money or making mm-hmm. the money. So the only way I could try to, like, counter that is try to provide services for other artists, but then I see how the artists act because some artists feel like they should just be giving it instead of, you know, investing it. So then I've had to turn around and take my own money and then go, okay, I have this amount, so many months, what can I do with it? And that's how, I, that's how I've been basically like promoting and funding my label so far is by doing that and then basically waiting for the return from royalties later. So th- mm-hmm. that's how I, I try to counter that action. And then as far as like getting getting the label recognized, the only way it, it's been so hard doing it, the best way I could possibly say for me doing it is doing spending a lot of money on promotion and then every time I put their music out, it has my label name under it. So like if you go to their music, it'll say my label under it as far as the label they're signed to. So I think I spent over ten thousand dollars in like the last two years just to put their name just to put the artist out to the point where when you Google the artist you will see, or you Google the label name, most of the time you find, you know, music as well. So I'm, wow. I'm trying to counter that part. Yeah. Wow. And, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, hey, yeah, huh? it takes money, honey. It does. It takes money. And, and this money that you get, this is your own money? Yes. It, it's, it's my own money. Um, it comes from, like, PayPal credit, um, and then my own money. So, yeah, everything's funded by myself. I'm trying to figure out ways now, like, I'm almost at the point where I'm about to do Uber just to make extra money to put towards the label or start doing events, you know, for artists that I have near me or that live near me, you know, like open mics and stuff. That way I can make some extra money to get the brand out and put back in the bank account. Hmm. You're put okay. Wait. You're putting your own money. You're sacrificing for your label. You're sacrificing for the artists that are under your label to get them out there, and you are willing to do Uber to do this. Yeah. Now, see, this is where I have to say that most people don't realize the sacrifice that's being made behind the scenes. And a lot of people are just not appreciative of the work that you may put forth for them. How do you how do you determine who is good enough for you to do this for, and who is just not appreciative that you know they could just keep going where they're going? Right. So um, in the past, I've had where I'll have certain artists. You know, I only ask for a couple of things. I ask make sure you promote yourself a little bit and constantly provide me with music and those who have been able to constantly provide me with music with no excuses and I can see they're really dedicated because it doesn't matter you know what's going on with them they tell me okay I can't record today because I got a doctor's appointment I broke my leg and then the leg heals up and then all of a sudden they come out with basically 12 tracks within two weeks that's what I can tell is very dedicated and no matter what, you know, they pushing out what they need to on their end. So then I know on my end, 
those are the artists I need to look at because then I have other artists that really don't have an excuse. They go ghost. I don't hear from them for weeks. And then when they do come, they don't have the product. And then still expect to be pushed to a certain extent or ask why they're not making any money from, you know what I mean, not making any money from the royalties from the songs they're making. Well, because you're not making that many songs and you're not promoting yourself. So why wait? Why not waste my money on you not doing your job? So that's why, that's why I determine, you know, who to really push and who I can kind of just like, okay, well, your last name, or I'll just let you go. Wow. To me, this is something that, you know, uh, like I said, it's just wow. I mean, I have the utmost respect for you because you are willing to do something that most people don't want to do. They don't want to do it anymore. They don't want to take the time to help other artists. They don't want to take the time to try to figure out how to get the finances to do it. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to. But yet, here you are. What kind of a satisfaction are you getting uh, by doing this? And by doing this, what what would you say your future looks like? um, As far as satisfaction, I get that. You know, amazing feeling. Like, um, I have one artist who never really performed before. And I had him do an open mic, and then we threw our own event. And it made me happy to see him happy doing something that he loves. So me being able to help him, just it made me feel good. And and in the future, the way I kind of hope for it in the future, hopefully it gets this way, is me being, you know, one of the first solely owned, you know, independent record labels where I almost maybe make as much money as the majors. I mean, I know that's not possible, but making enough money almost as the majors where I don't even have to go tell them for anything. And then I can help my artists who are able to provide for their families. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for the future. Mm-hmm. Is me helping wow. them and then them being able to help each other or help their families. Wow. That's a big goal. It's not insurmountable. It's not impossible. It's just definitely going to take some, some, you know, some sacrifice. Now, tell me about you. You are also an an artist, and you have music out as well. Right. So um, they call me the Godfather, T-H-E-G-O-D-F-A-D-A. I forgot. Um, So I'm a hip-hop artist as well. I rap. Um, I kind of do a mixture between, like, not solely new school. It's, like, old school mixed with, like, a new school style because I am a 90s baby. So uh, that's mostly what I do. I do about the same thing I do for my artists. I I put my music out, iTunes, Spotify. Um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I am a little dedicated to myself sometimes. I'll be a little selfish because, you know, I see, like, (laughs) if I promote myself a lot and I get noticed, then I can take whatever if I got uh, not even a big deal say I got a record deal for $200,000 well with that I could pay bills off and then you know I could take that and officially like, get a building and really do my record label have a spot and everything and have the money to fund it and then that's enough money yeah. to fund towards for my artists and everything so. mm-hmm. 
Wow. So we're playing a little bit of your song in the background. Tell me about the song that you, um, that you have here. Um, okay. So um, with this song, I kind of got a little mad. Um, there's been things happening for the last couple of months with um, trusting people and not realizing they're using me. And, you know, they only, they're only near me for their benefit. So that's what mm. this song is, is based off. Um, the ain't sorry me. I'm not sorry about cutting them off. It's hard to cut people off. And I had to let it out because I guess I was a little afraid to cut them off at first because I trusted them so much. But once I finally mm. cut them off, you know, I'm not sorry no more. I'm good. So that's what this mm. song really is about. Well, let's listen to a little bit of that. I ain't even mad, none of these niggas really upset But man, I'm like, I'm like, man, I ain't sorry Yeah, I had to tell these niggas I ain't sorry though They talking shit up, scared off around me Yeah, I had to cut them off, I ain't sorry I ain't sorry So with all of that, with everything that you're doing now, what's next for you? Okay, so uh, what's next for me, um, planning on releasing a couple more singles within the next few months. Um, shoot a music video to this song probably between maybe February time frame. And then I'm mm-hmm. looking to perform at a showcase in Austin for, it's like South by Southwest, but it's like somebody booked a venue for it. So I'm looking okay. to perform for that. All right. Now, I mean, okay, so now you have all these artists. You have yourself, depending on you. Um, when you think about everything that you're doing, what would be your advice to someone who wants to do the same thing you're doing for their own neighborhood or maybe even for the world? Right. So um, my my best advice to them, plan out and think about exactly like what you want to do. If you want to start an indie record label, make sure you do it as an entertainment company. That way you can branch out and you can do anything, you know, music, movies, anything. And then look, the first people looking to is the friends or people in your neighborhood who have certain talents. Because if they have certain talents, you can bring them with you. And that's your label right there. If you have one friend that makes beats, one friend that does videos, one friend that records, you have all the services and label needs. Everything's in the house. You don't have to go and pay nobody else money to do something. You know what I mean? Because it's already mm-hmm. there. It saves you money, and everybody shows their talent. And then the other thing I would say is when, you, when you're really looking for music networks, Work with as many people as you can in different, you know, in different areas. Because that's the only thing about indie, you know, us being unsigned artists. We are in, we're not even in cahoots, but we're in competition with each other. But the majors, they work together all the time. That's how they succeed. So why can't we do the same thing? Right. That's true. And people don't realize that. They don't know that. They think they're working with each other and they're not. Right. Wow. Well, okay. So where again? Where can people find you? 
Okay, so um, you can find me on Instagram at the Godfather underscore T H E G O D F A D A underscore. Um, on Facebook at the Godfather T H E G O D F A D A, and you can find me on Twitter at the Godfather thirteen T H E G O D F A D A thirteen. Awesome, awesome. Is there anything that you'd like to leave us today with uh, with the listeners today that we didn't go over? Say it again. Is there anything you'd like to uh, leave us with today that we didn't go over? Oh, yes. Okay. So um, the one thing that I want to say to everybody is thank you for hearing me out. Thank you for listening. If you can, check out my new single, Ain't Sorry. It's on, basically it's everywhere. It just dropped yesterday. It's out everywhere. Title, I Heart Radio. You know, you can just Google me, T-H-E. G-O-D-F-A-D-A. Take a listen. Support if you can. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. I want to thank you for being on the show and for bringing, you know, I mean, your love for indie music, man. And, you know, not many people have that. I hope, I hope, I hope that you succeed beyond all the critics, beyond all the people that the naysayers and all the people that don't, don't think this is going to work. I know they're out there, but this can only get better. And, you know, if you keep going, it will work and you will be very successful. Thank you again so much Thank for you being for having me. No problem. Anytime. All right. Until next time. Wow. I hope that you guys have gotten all the inspiration that you need today. A woman who is who's able to write six books in one day, was our first guest, Rosalind Solomon. And then we had the YouTube comedy channel, uh, This Is Us Now. And then we had Godfather on the show. I mean, Musiki Entertainment, I hope I said that right. But you and, and, and there are ways to get to these people right here. All you have to do is click on our description box below the interview and uh, copy and paste into your browsing, your browser and uh, go ahead and go to their page and check them out. You know, each and every last one of these people, plus all our guests that we've ever had on the, on the show are just amazing. They just inspire me so much. I mean, what can you say except they're amazing, except, wow, wow. Big-hearted people, people who are going after their goals. They know what they want. They've broken it down. They got it. They got it. They got it. And I say thank you to each and every one of them for allowing me to be a small part, just a small part of their dreams. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. I know it's been difficult, and it's been difficult for me sometimes to be on the show because this is – season for me, and I'm on the road a lot, but I will never, ever neglect to be a part of Dream Chasers Radio, and I hope that you won't either, and this is where we say, don't forget to what? Of course, dare to be different, baby. Until next time, guys, good night. 